Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach a smaller product to your backpack, roller, or tote. We all know how important finding the right luggage or bag is when you're traveling, so check out DB. We're teaming up with them for an exclusive offer, giving our listeners 10% off of your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to talk about week one of training camp. Uh, I think it's pretty much, this is a full week one, right? When did it start? Tuesday of last week? Yeah, I, I think today on Wednesday, today, Wednesday. is the first full right. week of training camp. So it's it's one week in the books. One week in the books. Yeah. And by the way, act- tomorrow, first preseason game. Yeah. I mean, and I happening. will probably only watch a quarter, if that, and then change the channel. First of all, I am tired of the NFL shoving the Dallas Cowgirls down our throats. Now, yeah. this was the first year at Hard Knocks. I was like, oh, really? The Dallas, them? <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to. You could force Bill Belichick. Okay, yeah. why force Bill Belichick? They have a quarterback controversy. Cam Newton's always entertaining. They got a slew of new receivers. Really? Dallas. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. I I think even the Panthers were eligible, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they were. The Panthers are eligible. Yeah. I would have, of course, would have loved to see Yeah, obviously we wanted them, but understand. But yeah, week (laughs) one's in the books. uh, And even though they just put pads on for the first time on Tuesday, which yesterday, Mm because we were recording on Wednesday here, um, there is some stuff to talk about. Well, there's the big news that, you know, is hitting all NFL circles right now. Right. It's the Tuesday practice here in Carolina. First first day in pads. First day in pads. There's a very scary moment. Uh, Safety JTIB. Hit wide receiver Keith Kirkwood in the head when he went up to make a catch, causing Keith Kirkwood to lie on the field unconscious for a little bit. Uh, Kirkwood was taken by ambulance to the hospital. Uh, the good news, he did, he was released. I know when it first happened, there was a lot of repeats. Elena Getzenberg and stuff was talking about how, you know, all he could move was his arms and stuff like that after he came to. But luckily, they released him. Uh, he was obviously now in concussion pro- protocol, but the good news is they released him, meaning that it doesn't seem horrendous type of hit. Yeah, and um, also released is JT eBay. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have made the team anyway. No. You know, he was a fringe guy, but uh, he did have... 
this to say afterwards. Thankfully, or truthfully, I feel terrible for the play. I'm glad Keith is doing fine. But as a teammate, I, I'm supposed to protect my brothers during practice. And I didn't do that today. I let down the team and coaches. In hindsight, I should have pulled up and punched the ball out rather than taking a thud. I didn't have time to process, but I should have done that. I was aiming for the ball and didn't think I hit him that hard or launched into him. But looking back at the clip, there's different ways to jar the ball, and I didn't choose the most efficient way. I mean, obviously, no ill intent there. It was a bang-bang mm-hmm. play, but Rule had already mentioned the day before that he yeah. didn't like, well, I guess a few days before at the... Uh, it was two times. He pulled yeah. the team together that the, that the players were playing sloppy, that they need to be on their P's and Q's, they need to be, you know, head on a swivel and everything, and... This happened first day of padded practice. Low guy on the pole. I hate saying it. He got kicked out of practice right away. As soon as later on they got back from practice, they cut him or released him. He was made an example of exactly. And later on, rule in a press conference says that he teed him up. That he saw on the film that he teed him up, and that's why he was let go because. You know, you can't injure our own players. So, in the way the rule said it, like I said, teed it up. If that's the way you saw it, it is his own teammate. Yeah, I I get it. Yeah, Yeah. and, you know, there's been a lot of discussion around should he have been released. You know, a lot of fans talking about it, even some pundits Mm -hmm. talking about it. Um, And other players. And other players, yeah, Charles Johnson, uh, former Panther, obviously not. Not happy with the decision to let him go. Um, but, you know, again, Rule made it very clear what he was looking for, what he was not looking for. And this was, you know, JT was made an example of, unfortunately. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, had this happened, had JC Horn done this, the outcome obviously would have been different. Yeah. But this was, you know, sort of just a bad, bad luck on JT's part. Also, you know, he should have... Pulled up, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and he's probably one of those guys that's out there trying his hardest to. Yeah, he's know, trying to make a play, trying to you know make the team. Yeah, I mean Matt Rule has brought out a tent with a sign that says DBO for "Don't beat ourselves." Yeah, because uh, you know penalties and everything else in this sloppy play. That's you know that's big on his priority list right now at this training camp so far. So, do you think he should have been let go? I, the only footage I've seen is not very good, so I can't tell you. Yeah. But I'm going to say from the way Matt Rule said teed up, I say yes, especially after having two pull, come togethers at the practices to tell them to get straight, and then you launch into somebody. I, it's, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I hate that this guy, you know, is trying to change his life. By making mm-hmm. a team, and you know this happens, and and yeah, I do think he was, it was sort of he was made an example of, as I said, um, but I agree. I think I think it probably was handled the right way. I mean, you know, Dwight Schrute once said, if you want to consolidate power, fire someone on the first day, and yeah. you know, Matt Rule has made made it very clear what is acceptable and what is not acceptable, and that was not acceptable. Yeah. So. Yep. I. I'm I'm going back to Matt Rule. Just the way he seems to be running this camp is everybody is responsible. If you do something bad, you gotta you know run laps. 
I mean, that's yeah. that's what yeah, they were doing. Yeah, they laps over yeah, and over it, again. So if you do, like, a false start, he makes you run around. And there's some argument that says, hey, these are professionals. This isn't college. This isn't high school. But I kind of like it, especially yeah. for this young team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a super young team, like you said. And that, that Robbie Anderson was running laps today. You know, he yeah. he got into a scuffle with, mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember who the Detroit Pride. was. Troy Pride. Uh, what right. happened is uh, Robbie Anderson caught a pass. He went out of bounds, and out of bounds, Troy Pride took him down. Nah. And so Robbie Anderson got up, was upset, obviously, pushed him, kind of, you know, scuffle. I think he hit it. Yeah, I heard he hit him from behind. So hopefully it was a push and not a closed fist to the helmet or something yeah, stupid was, like that, you know. That's what I got. I Yeah, I heard from behind, too, and I yeah. I guess I interpreted it as shoving him yeah. from behind. And, You're probably right. That's probably right. That's not what I had in my head, but that's much better than what I had in my head. Well, let's get it, to some, some good stuff here. <laughs> I was going to say, that's how I envisioned it. Sorry. Yeah. I no, you're right. You're right. Let's get to some positive news. Uh, I think it's, it's mostly all positive out of camp so far. Yeah, really? You know? I haven't heard anybody struggling. Yeah, um, I mean, there's I've been heard a some... few here and there, but... I was going to say, I've heard that the offense has struggled early, but then today they supposedly got the better of the defense. So, you know, I guess yeah. it's going to back and forwards. I mean, maybe we should just start with the person that everyone wants to hear about, Sam Darnold, right? So mm-hmm. he had a really bad day on Monday. Yeah. I think he threw three interceptions. Um, one of them, I think, was tipped, but apparently the other two were pretty legitimate. Um had some high throws, just didn't seem to be on it. Although Matt Rule, it was, maybe it was yesterday after practice, Matt Rule said he had watched that tape on Monday and said that Darnold was not really that bad. He wasn't the problem. The guys were running the wrong routes. The offense overall was really out of sync on Monday. Yeah. But then yesterday and today, Wednesday, Darnold came back. Today, Darnold looked really good. Darnold, yeah, today, and I watched a, quite a bit of practice and and – he was making some really nice throws. And here's the thing, too, with interceptions. This is the time to do it. This is the right. time to learn, okay, I can't fit that in. And, okay, I'm going to have to check this down. I'm going to have to throw this one away. And this is the right. time to learn that. And the coaching staff is treating Sam Darnold, from what I'm hearing, like a rookie. Like mm-hmm. this is his first season in the NFL. They are they're kid-gloving him. They yeah. are treating him like that and that's the way to do it because he's only 23 years old if you want him to be the franchise quarterback which this coaching staff does i think you have to walk him through this and i i think that's the best way to do it and hey like i said up and downs yeah uh, i agree and then you know he played for the jets for his first few years and honestly are they even really an nfl team Let's be honest. You know, they haven't played like it. Well, in I was going to say the first three years where Sam Darnold was probably not. I yeah. mean, this Soleil is, looks like a good coach. And, yeah. Soleil looks like a good coach, and they got finally got some weapons. Yeah. Well, he's got weapons here, and he's been using them. Um, yeah. Who do you think we should talk about next? Should we talk about Horn? Should we stick with the offense? What do you think? I say let's go ahead and jump on Horn. Yeah, I think that's I, the that, that's the guy, jump on horn. Yeah, <laughs> that's the guy that 
I think that's the guy everyone else wants to hear about. Um, so also has been having a good camp. Um, three yes. interceptions for him alone so far. Yeah, I've only heard glowing things. The only negative I've seen is where he was beat one-on-one with Omar Bayless. He got juked out of his shoes, and I believe Darnold threw Bayless a beautiful pass. And I think mm-hmm. that was the first day of camp in yeah in shorts and t-shirts. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've I've so if we're gonna go a little on the needs improvement side, he's been extremely handsy. Oh yes, I've heard that too. He's been doing some holding. He's been really physical um and from what i understand there have been multiple 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 times where he'd have been called on a pi yeah so he's been so, running lots of laps yeah so he's got to clean that up but his instincts his hands you know everything else looks top notch like like you would expect from a top 10 pick and that's his not coming out of college too was that right. you know he does get a little handsy yeah you know which, you know, I mean, in Seattle for years, those guys were extremely handsy. And they'll call it once or twice, but they're not going to call it all game. So he's going to have to learn to pick his spots. But so far, very encouraged by J.C. Horn. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Chen supposedly looks like he is building off his stellar rookie season. People are saying he's sideline to sideline, just looking great out there. So He's that's got a good new to nickname. Do. Have you heard his new nickname? No, I have not. Baby LeBron. Oh, yes, I did hear yeah. that. Because <laughs> he can do everything. Because I, th- so. I heard someone calling J.C. Horn seatbelt. Yeah, because he's got that seatbelt celebration that he does. Oh, is that locking why? Them, he's locking them down. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that advanced. Yeah, he's done, he's, he's done that a few times. <laughs> uh, you don't like seatbelt as a, as a nickname? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the seatbelt nickname. <laughs> But if he throws, if he picks off a few quarterbacks, you know, I'll probably be up there doing the seatbelt celebration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, what do we got next? Let's talk about uh, the offensive line a little bit. So Taylor Moten has been getting a lot of reps at left tackle, actually. Yeah. A lot and, more than expected. Yeah, more than I think we were led to believe. Um, you know, they said he, that he was going to get a look there, but he's been playing a lot over there. Uh, though it seems like Cam Irving is the guy at left tackle right now. I think they have Cam Irving pretty penciled in there. That, yeah. But they want to see what else is going to happen. Now, yeah. again, in another press conference, Matt Rule said, I want the best five best players out there for that offensive line. He doesn't yeah. care about positions. Yeah. So I think what he's doing is he's trying to hedge his bet, make sure if Cam Irving isn't the guy that Taylor Moten could maybe kick over there, Trent Scott could go out right tackle, or Brady Christensen. You know, they have yeah. more options that way if need be. And that's kind of yeah. what I'm understanding from what it is. It's Cam Irving's position to lose, Yeah, but there is a possibility he could lose it. And Cam Irving's looked okay in practice so far, um, mm-hmm. but his body of work thus far in the NFL has not been stellar. So we'll see. Um, personally, I mean, Moten, if Moten is a stellar right guard, right tackle and a, just an average left tackle, then put him at right tackle and figure left tackle out. I mean, put him where he's going to be most effective. Yeah. So, 
the offensive line overall, though, has not looked great against no. this awesome defensive line that we currently have. Now, I've watched some practice, and it seems like Sam Darnold was completing passes, but he would have been sacked way before he yeah, got the ball out. There were several times he would have been sacked, yeah. And Chin, as you mentioned, Chin has gotten to him several times. Burns has gotten to him several times. Mm. Reddick, I saw, got to him. Um, you know, again, they're not sacking him, but they're getting right there where they would have sacked him in a real game. So, yeah, man, I cannot wait until – I honestly can't wait until the first preseason game just to Me see too. these guys live and where they can hit, you know. I'm I'm just I'm stoked about it. The defense is maybe I'm I mean I think the offense is going to be really good if Darnold is if Darnold it, works average, but it, the defense could be top ten. I agree. I think this defense is scary, yeah. and I think if Horn is if Horn continues to grow, Dante mm-hmm. Jackson plays like he did last year when he was healthy. Yeah. This. Defense could be scary good. Yeah. They're not super deep. No. No, but no, no. But the, the starters are all pretty high-quality NFL players at this point. So, you know, outside of maybe safety. Um, although you got Chin there, but the safety position overall. Sam Franklin has looked terrible. He has been yeah. getting beat over and over and over again. So <laughs> they're going to have to do something – they're going to have to do something to shore up at least their depth there. I, I mean, they, you said Sam Franklin. I haven't even heard about Burris. I haven't even really yeah, I haven't heard much, much about him either, positive or negative. He, and he's uh, he's the starter, so. Yeah. I know. Uh, well, you know, we've talked about safety as yeah. being an, a need for this team, so it continues to be a need. And who knows? I mean, there's quite a few decent safeties still out in free agency. And you were yeah, talking about <laughs> left tackle being cut. I can easily see finding a decent or a good safety mm-hmm. being cut or released because yeah. some reason the NFL just doesn't put a premium on safety anymore. Yeah. Uh, and the Panthers have plenty of cap room. Yeah. They, the last time we talked, they had the third most in the league, and they haven't signed anyone of significance in terms of diminishing that at all. So no. they're still right there. Um, let's talk about tight end a little bit. Okay. Uh, Dan Arnold is supposedly having a really good camp. Uh, Matt Rule called him an excellent receiver. Yeah, uh, he and so Arnold and Darnold are developing. <laughs> they're developing like a really nice chemistry, and you know I have not been super high on Dan Arnold up to this point, but just kind of seeing him out there and seeing some of the catches he's making and. The chemistry that he and Darnold are building together, I mean, I'm bo- I'm on board. Like, let's go. I'm I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to watch him. Well, I hate to bring it up, but Ian Thomas is supposedly playing, has played with the ones, and he's looked good as well. He's made some nice catches, made some first mm-hmm. down catches and stuff like that. And from what I've read, uh, I'm not out there. I can't. Yep. You know, is that that tight end race is close, and that they. The, the all three tight ends have looked really well in camp so far. Yeah, that's the one thing I haven't heard a ton about Tommy Trimble. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I hope to hear more about him as camp goes on. Um, Ian Thomas, I know I know he's he's running with the ones some. I would assume that that Dan Arnold is is the starter. I mean, based on what we've looked like, 
I think he's penciled in starter. It's it's the Cam Irving thing. You pencil someone in as a starter, and then if you know they play like the starter or the other guy plays better, then you start, you know, using that eraser. I could see. I mean, I still don't think Ian Thomas makes the team, Um, just because I think Dan Arnold is, you know, even though Ian Thomas has made some some nice plays here. Arnold has made a lot of nice plays. Arnold's making more money, and Ian Thomas doesn't block well. So I don't know that he has a place on the team, honestly. We'll see. We'll I, see. I, I he's, mean, not, he's not making a lot of money, so he, he may just stick around. And you depth. never know that he may be yeah. put on special teams and he can shine there. I mean, he's a sure. fast, big guy. I mean, yeah, true. Uh, all right, let's go down to backup quarterback. So. Both of the guys have sort of been alternating. P.G. Walker and Will Greer have been alternating running with the twos. Um, lately, Will Greer, the last few days, really since, I guess, uh, the pad started, Will Greer's been the guy. Yeah. I was watching today, and honestly, P.J. looked better to me. Will made a couple of nice throws, but he's holding the ball so long that I don't think he would have gotten had the, ball the time off. Yeah, to make the throws that he was that making. Was- that was his problem his rookie season when he got playing time was he would hold the ball too long. Yeah. Um, I would not be shocked if this team goes out and finds a veteran backup because yeah. from what I'm reading is that both have looked bad. Yeah. And you're going to have Sam Darnold, who has never played all 16 games, start for us. P.J. Walker did all right for us last year. Yeah. But should we not be looking for someone better? Honestly, man, I think I think that ship has sailed. I don't think they're going to bring in anybody else. I think, in fact, Rule said he wasn't even sure if he was keeping two or three quarterbacks. So it's quite possible that it's Darnold. And I would say P.J. probably has the the leg up at this point just by being more familiar with Rule, Rule being more familiar with him from college. Uh, and from actually being the main backup last year. So I would say that PJ's probably got the leg up there, but mm-hmm. I could easily see Will Greer joining Ian Thomas on the the uh, waiver wire. Oh, yeah. I could point. too. Um, <sighs> now, I, I, go ahead. this camp battle, you and I did not discuss because I didn't think it was going to be a camp battle. Mm-hmm. But it looks like Jermaine Carter is running as the starting middle linebacker while Denzel Perryman has been running with the twos. I thought Carter would be more of the outside linebacker and then they put Perryman in the middle. But to I mean, I wouldn't read too much into this. I think Perryman is the obvious starter when when it actually comes to it. Rule was talking about Perryman. Did I say Carter? I meant Perryman. Perryman uh, either today or yesterday. And just, you know, talked about how incredibly athletic he was and that he's everything that was advertised. He just has to stay healthy. I think Jermaine Carter might be getting some looks just in case, just mm-hmm. in case he has to step in there. But, uh, of course, Shaq's a little banged up. And Perryman's uh, banged up. And Perryman, yeah, Perryman's always banged up, unfortunately. And that might be why Carter's getting so much look there, because he may have to play there. Yeah. Hey, and him out. I was also thinking about this. They may be running kind of more of a two linebacker set a lot of times too, and have Hassan have Reddick, yeah. have Hassan Reddick as the other linebacker or using Chin. Cook. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's gonna be a lot from, of that. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of that. Um, all right, let's go. All right, let's let's talk about wide receiver because okay. I think we're going to talk about third wide receiver, and then I want to talk about sort of the back end of the wide receivers too. But mm-hmm. both of our rookie wide receivers have been making some plays. Yes, I I have it written down. It's over. Terrace Marshall is your third <laughs> wide receiver. It's not really much of a question. He has he's been considered almost the MVP of this camp so far. Him and Horn. I mean, yeah. again, it always goes to the rookies anyway. So, yeah, Marshall has had a couple of really good days where he's made some really nice catches. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say it's over at this point. I think more David Moore. If I had to, if if the season started today, I think David Moore would probably be the starting third third receiver. Um, but I think Terrace Marshall is on his way of unseating him, uh, if not already there. This isn't Ron Rivera. He's rule will play rookies. Oh, I know, I know he will. I know he will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Terrace Marshall's looked great. Shy Smith also has looked very good. He's made quite a few plays. My main note for Shy Smith is. Uh, I wish he wasn't wearing 12 because it is confusing to me <laughs> because <laughs> I'm seeing like number 12 out there making a great catch. And I'm like, DJ Moore. No, not DJ Moore. Not DJ Moore. He's wearing two this year. So, you know, shy, you know, it, it, there's going to be some confusion there. If uh, I bet with some of the broadcast, if shy is out there a lot wearing yeah. number 12. And I think he's about the same size as uh... he's a couple inches shorter, but, um, uh, yeah, it's there. Yeah, know, he's five ten. Yeah, DJ's DJ is six feet. Yeah, but um, um, I wanted to kind of. Did you have anything more to talk about with those guys? I was about to, but then I just okay. lost it. Oh, oh, sorry. I was going to talk about. I think Robbie Anderson. I think it was Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson said that Terrace Marshall reminds him of Demarius Thomas. Just yeah, his I heard size. That, that right. you know his athletic ability. That's a great. Yeah, great person to be compared to. For so. him, yeah, I mean that he was an All Pro um, for Denver. Yeah, that I mean, gosh, if that's his upside, then sign me up. I mean, exactly, that's awesome. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about sort of the back end of the wide receiver position because Zilstra has been looking good, mm-hmm. but then we've got Shy Smith, Kirkwood. Unfortunately, this might. You know, he's in concussion protocol. This might derail his chances here. And I know they really like Kirkwood, but it seems like he might be the odd man out. Oh, but yeah. He was, doing, he was having some, some you know decent plays out there, but Zilstra just seems to be making plays everywhere, and I think they're going to give Shai Smith the nod because he's also looked good. He's made some really nice catches, and he's fast. Hey, hey, hey. And he's good. He's gonna be the return man. I think mm-hmm. that that's the, another part that he got drafted for was returning punts and kicks. Um, Bayless has also made Omar Bayless has made some good catches and you know beat. Yeah, one. Bayless was the other guy. Yeah, but I mean this the bottom two or three spots for wide receiver are insanely it's competitive. Yeah. It's a fierce I mean, battle. It's, and it's gonna probably be determined in those preseason games. The guy, you know, how those guys look mm-hmm. out there. Um, and I'll be interested to see, you know, because usually you'll have that the starting quarterback throw to some of those, you know, back end guys a couple of series in that mm-hmm. second or third preseason game. So it'll be interesting to see who those guys are. But um, let's see what else we got. Um, I was just gonna bring that up. 
how nice it is to actually be able to look down the roster and kind of look at the <clears throat> bottom receivers and be like, mm-hmm. wow, that's some good competition. They're all making plays. Yeah. And just thinking about like four or five years ago when, you know, <laughs> Philly yeah. Brown was starting. The number one the, receiver. Yeah. yeah. Trenton Cannon also getting a lot of work at wide receiver, the uh, running back from last year. And, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of work at wide receiver, almost exclusively at wide receiver. So I'm curious to see if they keep him on the roster as a running back, but he's just, you know, becomes a slot guy or a guy Special team, utility type of guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I could um, see that. What else we got? What, what other notes we got here? Um Joey Sly, I will say oh. Joey Sly has been getting some rave reviews. Like they're really high on Joey Sly this year. Yeah, well, they have no competition, so yeah. that is good. That good I've read the him. same yeah. thing that he's been like 16 out of 18, but drilling mm-hmm. the 50 yard plus. You know, he's been working out on his own and constantly. Yeah, he's he's one of the first guys out there every day to practice, and you know, just kind of doing his own thing out there. You know. It's training he, camp. It's so hard. There, are there any other kickers even in camp? I don't think there are. There, no, he's the only yeah. one. He and I mean, Charleston, there's the punters. The yeah. Two. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think that might be all I have. Yeah, that's all I have for right now. Um, yeah, we you did have here that... Uh, Let's see. Undrafted running back Darius Clark was carted off the field. Uh, oh, yes. He's in concussion protocol as well. Uh, and then there are a few injuries. We kind of mentioned a few, but um, Perryman, Shaq Thompson, A.J. Bouye have all sort of gotten little tweaks here and there. Uh, yep. But so far, no, it doesn't seem, seem like there's any like major you know, six- to eight-week injuries that have happened with any of these guys. No, I think A.J. Bouye, he's going to be the longest injured one. From kind of seeing what they... Uh, today, everybody was in pads, except for him. He was just wearing yeah. his jersey, no pads, and kind of was... And, and they will be overly still working cautious. out, but not... Yeah. They'll be overly cautious at this point. Like, yeah. no need to. Especially with him, because he's, he's not going to play the first two weeks of the season. He's suspended, so yeah, there's no rush. And there is another punter <clears throat> on the roster. Oscar Dragovich third. Oh, so there's three people in the kicking room. Now, was his father also a punter? Uh, I'm gonna go with his name was also Oscar Dragovich. Yeah, we called him Junior. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we got a couple of transactions here to kind of go over. Yeah, the Panthers signed safety Doug Middleton, wide receiver Keshawn Hogan. Panthers claimed linebacker Nate Hall, probably to heal up some of the. Mm-hmm. linebackers that are injured right now and they have wave fullback mason stoke and we've already talked about jt i i bet yeah so yep well, i think yeah. that's gonna do it yeah. we want to thank everyone for listening if you like our show please let your friends know please follow us on twitter at meow mix podcast and if you have any questions or comments you can email us at mailbag at meow mix podcast i just forgot what i was saying meow <laughs> mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com I was like there's another part to that uh, <laughs> um, we'll be back soon um, 
if anything you know awesome happens in camp we'll, we'll maybe come back and talk yeah. about that but at the very early or very latest we'll be back early next week to kind of recap this next uh, week of camp and get ready for the first preseason game which is on the 15th I think we're the last one of the last teams to have our first preseason game yeah. so and it's Feb- on a Sunday Fan Fest is Friday. I will Fan be Fest there Friday, sending yeah. out pictures. I don't know if I'll be able to do much else than that. Yeah, Jerry will be wearing a Meow Mix t-shirt. So if you see him out there, you know, say hey and uh, get a picture or whatever. We'll put it on the Twitter. <laughs> we'll post it on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, until next time, stay safe out there and keep pounding. Wow, wow.